You are listening to From Willingness to Wellness, and I'm Debbie Robertson, your host. Today, I'm going to talk to you on why you need to manage the temple. Welcome to From Willingness to Wellness, a faith-infused podcast for the willing heart, mind, soul, and body. I am Debbie Robertson, Debbie with an I, also referred to as Coach Debbie. With a focus on health gain by weight loss, I desire to inspire and influence you to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. Now on to today's chat. Welcome back. I'm going to share something with you today that I'm calling Managing the Temple and Why We Should. I'm going to begin by reading a scripture to you. This is from the Message Translation. It's 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. It says, you realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God, and God himself is present in you. No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. You can be sure of that. God's temple is sacred, and you, remember, are the temple. So today we're going to talk about managing the temple. In managing the temple, I'm not just talking weight-related, but health in general. This covers sleep, making mental decisions, choosing righteousness over sin, and so on. But I'm going to talk towards health gain by weight loss. And I'm also going to be talking on a personal experience. That scripture in 1 Corinthians 3 that I just read to you, I love the message translation of it because it puts it so plainly. I'm going to read it again. It says, you realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God and God himself is present in you? No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. You can be sure of that. God's temple is sacred, and you, remember, are the temple. So I want you to think about something. Imagine being in a church, maybe your own personal church, where you worship the Lord. Would you go in there and vandalize that place? Would you throw paint on the walls? Would you throw garbage on the floor or throw garbage on the the pews, trash all around? Would you do that? Would you vandalize your church building? No, you wouldn't. So why do we vandalize or throw garbage and toxins and trash in our bodies? Because the word tells us that we are the temple. If we wouldn't vandalize the building of the church, why would we vandalize our bodies, which is also the temple? Think about it. Why should we manage our temple? Here are some reasons why we should manage the temple. Now, on how to manage the temple, just go back and listen to previous episodes, and you'll have all the how that you need. I want to talk today about why we should manage the temple. The first reason is because God says so. Our God is a loving and gentle God. His nature is not one that will force you to do anything. He has the ability, but his nature is one of love and gentleness, and he respects you. You were created in his image, and you've been given the faculties to choose for yourself. You've been given the ability to make decisions and to use your own will to determine what you will do. He created willful beings, not puppets. So he is not one by nature who's going to force us to do anything. He's going to leave it up to us to make decisions. But he says that we are to manage our temple. He has given us his will 
through his word, and his will is for us to manage our temples, to be attentive and to do good for them and to not vandalize them. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You notice it says that you may prove. He is saying that I may prove. He's not saying that he will prove. Again, we are not puppets. God created us willful beings. 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He created us for him. He created our bodies as temples for him. We were bought at a price, and therefore we are to glorify God in our bodies and in our spirit, which are both God's. If you are vandalizing your temple, if you are trashing it and putting toxins in it, and not taking good care and responsibility for it, then how is that glorifying God in your body? I'm just being real here. This is what the Word of God says. So number one, why should we manage our temple? Because God says so. And that should be enough. We shouldn't even need to go to number two or number three. We should be able to stop at number one and say, God, if that's what you want, then I'm going to do it. But We don't do that, do we? So let's go on to number two. The second reason why we need to manage our temple is because it's personal. What do I mean by that? Ask yourself this question. Why do I want or need to blank? And then you fill in the blank. Why do I want or need to lose weight, to gain health, to live a long life, to fulfill my calling on this earth, to be around for my children, for my grandchildren, to be free from sickness and disease, to be able to get off medications, to have more energy, to feel good. The list can go on and on and on. You need to make it personal for you. Why do you want or need to blank, fill in that blank? You've got to find your personal motivator. Now, I'll share with you what my personal motivator is. My personal motivator is that I want to do all of the above. I want to keep the weight off. I want to be in health. I want to live a long life. I want to fulfill my calling on this earth. I want to be around for my children and my grandchildren. I want to be free from sickness and disease. I want to never have to get on medications. I want to keep my energy level up. I want to feel good. I want to do all the things. These are my personal motivators. And I want to live out my life scripture, which is 1 Corinthians 9.27. It says, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I do not want to be disqualified. You know, if an athlete breaks a rule in a game, they're disqualified. If they break a rule when they're playing a disciplined game, they're disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified because I'm not living out my disciplined life. Plus, 
I preach to others. I'm preaching to you right now. If you're listening to this podcast, then I'm ministering. I'm hopefully ministering to you, but I am preaching to you, and I have to live what I preach. I have to be an example, and that's what 1 Corinthians 9.27 speaks to me. It's my personal motivator. Another one is Matthew 5.16 that says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I want my light to shine before you. I want you to see the good work that I'm doing and therefore glorify your Father in heaven. I want to be that light that shines Jesus. I want to be the light that shines the good work that he has called us to do. You know, discipline is not a bad word. And I I have an episode where I've talked about discipline in detail. But discipline, it truly is a gift. It's one of the first three gifts that God gave man back in Genesis. Genesis 1, 28 and 29, and then Genesis 2, 15 through 17 gives us the first three gifts that God gave man. He gave us authority and dominion on this earth. He gave us seed for food. He gave us, which was provision, and he gave us discipline. And that's found in chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. When he said, you can have of any tree in this garden, you can have of anything in this garden, whatever you want, just do not eat from this particular tree. That was discipline. And we know how that resulted. But discipline was truly a gift. It was a gift given to man right then for his good. Because if you eat of this, you'll surely die. So God said, don't eat of it because I don't want you to die. Right? So go back and study those out for yourself. Discipline is a form of love. The second reason why we need to manage our temples is it's a personal thing. And we have to find our personal motivator and do it for him and do it for ourselves. Number three of why we should manage the temple. Because you can and because you have help. The Holy Spirit is there for you and you can rely on him to help you. 1 John 2 21 and 27 says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. But the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. You have the ability, you have the help by the Holy Spirit. So therefore, you can manage this temple. And why should you? Because you can and because you have help. First and foremost, the most important step in how to manage our temple is to find your why. And that's what I've just shared with you. Why is it important to you? Is it important because God said so? Is it because it's personal to you? Is it because you can and you have help through the Holy Spirit? Your why is where you will find your commitment, consistency, and perseverance, which are the three keys to success. Go back just a few episodes and you're going to find an episode on the three keys to success where I break those down in detail. I want to encourage you to determine your why Manage your temple and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life. And please always remember that you can do anything if you are willing. 
Thank you for listening to today's message. My hope is that you will take what you've heard and apply it to your own life. It begins with the willingness to take action towards positive change and transformation. But I'm here to tell you, you can do anything if you are willing. Be sure to subscribe and listen to From Willingness to Wellness for future inspiring as well as practical messages. For more information and to receive your free gift from me by subscribing to my newsletter, visit my website at ForTheWilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com. It begins with the willingness to take action towards positive change and transformation. But I'm here to tell you, you can do anything if you are willing. Be sure to subscribe and listen to From Willingness to Wellness for future inspiring as well as practical messages. For more information and to receive your free gift from me by subscribing to my newsletter, visit my website at ForTheWilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com.